I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. London, England. Home to everyone who is anyone, from Paddington Bear to the Queen. This great capital has stood at the forefront of industry and culture for a millennia. Best known for our dry wit and wet weather, it is really the people and history of London that make this city so great. We're bringing you a comprehensive guide of all things to see and do in London. From food and drink to unique local attractions, follow us on a journey through this capital steeped in history and discover the hidden wonders of this magnificent city. This is Discover London. Olivia Cox. And I'm Derek O'Reilly. And together we're going to take you on a tour of London. This week we are in Marylebone and Fitzrovia, an area that still has a village feel, even though it's in the heart of London. Welcome to Love London. Hi, Derek. Our first stop today is to meet historian Richard Watkins. He's in a local gem that has been at the heart of Marylebone life for over 100 years. The Roth family were German immigrants who came over in 1900 and set up this shop. And you know, the look of the place has hardly changed ever since. And they're on to their, oh, fourth or fifth generation now in the family, oh, really? still running it, still holding the same traditional approach to customer service. Yeah, because it does still have that kind of villagey feel, doesn't it? It almost feels like we've gone back into the past coming in here. As a London taxi driver, I'm familiar with all these streets around here. Can you just tell me how some of them got their names? Perhaps this goes back to the early 1700s and a chap called Robert Harley, you see, married the daughter of the Duke of Newcastle and inherited a vast acreage of land. He then started to name all the streets after his family and his titles. So, of course, Harley Street is yeah. very famous. Cavendish Square, again, part of the family name of uh, when the successive generations developed. He became the Duke of Oxford. So there we have Oxford Street. Oh, that's so interesting. Um, which before used to be called Tyburn Lane, after the Tyburn Tree. Oh, about seven centuries of rather gruesome executions in London. <laughs> so when you say execution, do you mean hanging? Yes, it was basically hanging at uh, Tyburn Tree. It was like a day out. And the street along Tyburn Way, which is now Oxford Street, 
would be lined with hawkers and sellers and people selling souvenirs. But then in the 1700s, as Maryland it was being developed to be quite an aristocratic and well-appointed area, so then it was stopped in the 1780s. Is there a reason why you think it's retained its sort of villagey feel? The de Walden estate, they are the, the aristocratic family that own the sort of east part of Maryland, and they're excellent, I think, in in working with businesses and families and maintaining. Certainly there are kind of restrictions on Marylebone High Street. And I think it's fair to say that a lot of the local businesses and families don't have that sort of attitude and approach in which the De Walden estate it kind of semi-imposes and encourages. And what happens if we cross over the road into Fitzrovia? Much of its time, it was kind of North Soho and has a little bit of a different character, I think. Fitzrovia after Fitzroy Square, which was named after Henry Fitzroy in the 1600s, who acquired a large bit of land around there in the, the manner of Totten Court. Is there anywhere close by to here I can bring Olivia to have a look around? Aha! Pollock's Toy Museum. On the corner of Scarlet Street and Whitfield Street, just around the corner from, from Totten Court Road, is this wonderful museum of the history of toys and it really is a big rickety old treasure trove that you can get totally lost in all sorts of wonderful things lovely old rocking horses i mean it's a wonder to sort of think of the child playing on that rocking yeah. horse of 1840. the most important collections there are the theater sets the artwork you can see on them, there's one, the King's Theatre, uh, is just really gorgeous because this actually harks back to the beginnings of the collection and the name Pollocks was the byword for, for flat-pack theatre sets. And Robert Louis Stevenson said, uh, anyone who loves art, folly, or the bright eyes of children, speed to Pollocks. <laughs> I'm John Gilhooley and I'm Artistic and Executive Director of Wigmore Hall uh, here in the centre of Marylebone. We're a stone's throw from Cavendish Square, from Oxford Street, and this is one of the great concert halls of the world. The hall continues to attract uh, huge audiences and has a huge international remit through broadcasting online, on the BBC and on television. This is one of the great chamber spaces in the world. You see wonderful mahogany on the walls, these beautiful seats, this beautiful setting, all of which contributes to a glorious acoustic. And many singers and string players tell me that this is probably the best acoustic in the world for, for chamber music, for string quartets, for song recitals, for early music, and it's loved as an acoustic jazz setting. The cupola over the stage depicts the god of music, Apollo, the god of music, some people love it, some people absolutely hate it, but I notice new visitors always looking at it during concerts, and it, it's certainly it's central to our image. The artists really like the idea of the god of music looking down on them as they perform here. Something of the many, many thousands of concerts that have happened here over the years seems to linger in the air, again adding to the legend of the whole and to the reason why all the top international stars want to be here. It was in 1976 that the great pianist Rubenstein decided to make his farewell recital here 
Uh, he didn't tell anybody beforehand. He was the best part of 90. He was almost blind. And he stood up from the piano and said, this is one of the most wonderful places in the world. And I'd just like to tell the world that I'm bowing out here tonight. Rubenstein's endorsement of the whole uh, then brought all the great singers like Janet Baker, uh, later Dame Felicity Lotz or Thomas Allen, uh, uh, pianists such as Anders Schiff, uh, made his debut here in 1978. It's a very significant calling card in the international chamber music world. The hall has concerts seven days a week for lovers of chamber music, early music and song. So Darren, where are we now? Well, we're in the heart of central London, in Portman Square, and this square has an incredible history. It was built in 1764 by William Henry Portman. Oh, so that's how it gets its name? Absolutely. Ah. We're going to take a trip into the Hyatt Regency Hotel across the way. When I teach taxi drivers the knowledge of London, one of the ways that we catch them out, when you enter this hotel, you enter from Portman Square. Yeah, that. But when you leave it, you leave it out through Upper Barclay Street. Oh. So when we're actually asking them for the location of the hotel, they'll give me Portman Square. However, when I say to them we now want to leave the hotel, if they still give me Portman Square, I know that they haven't done their homework and visited the square correctly. Sorry, that's really mean. Well, it's got to be done. <laughs> Let's meet the head concierge of the hotel, Joe Fox. We've got 434 rooms, uh, including suites. We've got two restaurants. One is the, the Montague restaurant, which serves uh, British cuisine. We've also got Locanda Locatelli, which is a famous uh, Michelin star restaurant. And we're here in the Churchill Bar within the hotel. The bar is open to the public, and it's open seven days a week. One of the things that you'll notice when you walk into the Churchill bars from literally from one end to the other is the various different themes that all relate to uh, Winston Churchill. The Hyatt uh, consulted the Churchill family on some of the artefacts uh, for the bar um, and the, the design. Um, and also the Churchill family were here last year for a commemorative lunch. He was an avid reader of, of books. We did a lot of research on, on all the books that you'll see in the bar and that we believe would have had um, high interest to uh, Sir Winston Churchill. They had some soft toys and he used to use the soft toys as bookmarks when he took one of the books from, from the shelves. You'll see that we have some letters that were written from Clementine to uh, Sir Winston Churchill. They were written on Blenheim Palace headed paper um, because that was their uh, family home. The picture behind me there, that's um, titled Mots to a Flame, and it's uh, inspired by some of the love letters between Clementine and uh, Sir Winston. We do have a signature cocktail, it's called the, the Churchill Martini because it, it was one of the cocktails that he really loved. Um, but he'd only have gin in it. But the other interesting fact is that the vermouth had to be present um, when the, um, the gin was being poured in. We have a fantastic cigar cabinet with uh, a huge array of um, cigars from around the world, uh, which you can uh, smoke out on the, on the bar terrace. 
We try and do some uh, different themes throughout the year. Uh, we did in the past uh, Wimbledon, uh, Provencial Terrace, English Garden, and the current theme is uh, Narnia. On the bar terrace, we have a, a sculpture of uh, young Winston during the in the twenties. Uh, this was um, made for us by the famous sculptor Lawrence Holofcener, and uh, which you, you will also see one of his famous sculptures down on Bond Street, which is called the Allies. And it's basically a, a, a bronze bench with um, Roosevelt on one side and Churchill on the other. the mood for a traditional English meal, then how about the Golden Hind Fish and Chip Shop, which has been in business for over a hundred years. My name is Tony Christou. I'm the owner of the Golden Hinds. Uh, I've been here for 14 years. The Golden Hind is located in uh, Marylebone Lane, which is in the heart of the, uh, the Marylebone uh, area, which is they call it a, a village, and it's, it's a lovely location. The restaurant has been here for 101 years. It has, including me, five owners since then. Three Italians, Greek guys from the mainland, and me, I'm from Cyprus. London is a very cosmopolitan city. Um, I love it myself, because I'm, I'm a foreigner myself. My stuff can come from different parts of the world, including the Far East. And it's nice that they can speak the language of some of the customers that cannot speak the language. I think we're in most of the good food guides all over the world. Uh, in Japan, we've been into one of the biggest newspapers, which is a Yamuri. All the Japanese that come here, they've got a magazine with them with a picture of the shop here, you know. We get a lot of famous people from all over the world. We get a lot of famous British actors, sportsmen here, you know. People from the uh, medical profession and, and politicians, things like that. We look forward to being here for another 100 years. The Golden Hind, I mean, not me, you know. The Wallace Collection is a national museum inside a historic London townhouse on Manchester Square. The collection showcases an impressive variety of art that was amassed during the 18th and 19th centuries by the first four Marquesses of Hartford and Sir Richard Wallace, the son of the fourth Marquess. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Over 5,500 works of art are preserved for current and future generations to enjoy in accordance with the bequest of Lady Wallace on her death in 1897. The sheer range and the volume of art on display is breathtaking. And nowhere is this more apparent than upon entering the Great Gallery. Newly refurbished in 2014, it contains one of the finest collections of old master paintings in the world. The Rubens painting, The Rainbow, is an homage to the Netherlands tradition of landscape painting. When it was put up for sale in 1856, Sir Charles Eastlake tried to purchase it for the National Gallery, but was outbid by the fourth Marquis, who paid over 4,500 guineas to secure the painting for this collection. The Laughing Cavalier is an exuberant half-length portrait by Franz Hals, painted in 1624. The work is unique for the rich colour and detail that is largely imparted by the sitter's flamboyant costume, embroidered with lace and fanciful motifs in white, gold and red threads. The study, which is often referred to as the Marie Antoinette room, is the feminine and opulent boudoir-style room in which you will find more pieces of her furniture than in any other room in the world, as well as artwork and personal effects that once belonged to the Queen. With her reputation for extravagance and frivolity, you can find the evidence of the Queen's exquisite taste in the many items on display here which include John Henry Reisner, one of the most accomplished makers of Louis XVI furniture and a particular favourite of Marie Antoinette. The smoking room exhibits paintings and works of art from the medieval and Renaissance periods and includes the greater part of Sir Richard Wallace's Italian Renaissance Maiolica. Originally, the room had a sumptuous oriental interior with walls lined with Turkish tiles made by the Minton factory of Stoke-on-Trent. And a small section of this original interior survives today in an alcove at the north end of the room. Not only was this highly fashionable, but it was also practical as it ensured the smell of smoke did not linger in any fabric furnishings. The 
The armories house both European and Oriental arms and armour ranging from the 10th to the 19th century. In the three European rooms, you will find armour, sporting guns, rifles and pistols all dating from the 16th to the 19th centuries. And in the Oriental section, you can discover extremely fine Persian, Turkish, Balkan and Arabic weapons and armour displayed, representing one of the finest collections in Britain. Because of the nature of the Wallace collection not being lent, changed or added to, if you want to see any of these works of art, you can only ever see them here at Hartford House in Marylebone. OK, so I'm going to show you around one of my favourite places in London called the Listen Gallery. OK, yeah, I've dropped off there a few times in the cab, but I've never been inside. So oh, this could be interesting. Amazing. Well, I'll show you around, don't worry. We met the head of content, Ossian Ward. Hi. Hello, Welcome. Ossian. How are you doing? Nice to meet you. How are, How are you? you? Welcome to the Listen Gallery. Thank you. The gallery's been here for 50 years on this street. It started in 1967 and became known for championing conceptual work, minimal work, at a time when most London galleries weren't really looking at it. I mean, you know, this is in the infancy of things like the Tate Gallery and, and before conceptual art and contemporary art became a sort of lingua franca, something everyone knew about and everyone was interested in. This is our current exhibition by an American artist called Spencer Finch. This piece is actually um, Spencer following a bee around a meadow using a GPS so that he could plot his route. There is an element of science, there is an element of recording and documenting. That's what artists have always been doing, recording, documenting and sort of also transforming something very simple as a flight path of a bee into something much more exciting and romantic. This is like mind-blowing. Well, so it's another one of Spencer's works and he's created the light conditions of uh, a sunrise on Mars. So taking the readings from the Pathfinder, which was uh, one of the 1970 expeditions to Mars, he's used a light meter to gauge the exact color and quality of light um, in Mars of a morning. So you're some of the first human beings to ever experience that light. That's amazing. So when we look at it that way, it's not Mars. And if we look at it that way... Well, he says you're supposed to look at it that way because actually that's the quality of light. And also what you'll, you'll sense, I mean, it's quite a nice warm light, but once you step out that way, you'll find you're back in planet Earth where it's actually quite blue and maybe a bit harsh. And quite cold. Here. Yeah, it's quite a cold, quite cold light. light. So that's the blue planet and we're in the ah. red planet. While you're in Marylebone, if you fancy a beer or a glass of wine, there's a great little pub in Abrook Street, just off Marylebone High Street. The Gunmakers is where Sir Winston Churchill was known to enjoy the occasional drink and is well worth a visit. Indeed, the Churchill theme pervades within the pub, alongside an unusual collection of bullet casings and memorabilia. The Gunmakers serves a good range of beers and British ales and has over 20 different types of whiskey on offer. The wine list is very comprehensive and food is available at lunch times, with the Churchill hot dog a house speciality. This is a traditional English pub with a unique private bar and dining area called the Winchester Club. This was named after a bar in the hit television series Minder, featuring the late George Cole as Arthur Daly. 
The exterior reflects the traditional interior and as an additional reason to visit, on Sundays the square facing the pub is home to the Marylebone Farmers Market. The Gunmakers is just a short walk from Baker Street Station. I'm Steve Nevins. I'm the rector of St. Marylebone in central London, the part of central London that includes Harley Street, Wimpole Street, Oxford Street, Baker Street, Madame Tussauds, the Royal Academy of Music and Regent's Park. So right in the heart of uh, town. St. Marylebone is named because of St. Marylebone, uh, the parish church. In fact, it's a contraction of St. Mary of Tyburn because underneath us flows the River Tyburn. Most of it, though, these days is a long way underground. Because of the growth of this part of, of London, uh, there needed to be a church big enough to contain the population. And it took four Acts of Parliament to force the vestry to build a church that was big enough for the area. It is one of the great landmarks of central London. Uh, it has a very famous uh, cupola uh, surrounded by golden angels that can be seen from a long way away from, from the church. The first marriage to take place here uh, was Sir Stamford Raffles. Raffles had been a great explorer and also administrator and governor in what is now Singapore and the areas thereabouts and gives his name to the hotel in Singapore. Today, St. Marylebone Parish Church continues to be at the very centre of its community. We have an enormous Sunday school. We have about 160, 70 children uh, who come. Every Monday morning, uh, we have 1,200 people in church. Uh, so it's packed to the rafters, every space used. We have a very fine organ, which was put in in 1987 and that is the, uh, the practice and performance instrument for the students from the Royal Academy of Music. So every day from nine until six, uh, the students of the academy play the organ uh, here in church. Can get a bit much sometimes. It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. Use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. 
Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. 